2023, I learned that I am the master of my destiny. I am the maker of my fate. And I control my narrative. I have the ability to have a vision in my mind and put it to light the way that I want it to. Um, living in my 35s or just my 30s in general, I have worked so hard and I just felt like there was never a moment where I could internalize my hard work. I feel like I'm moving in this system and I don't know where I'm going. All I know is that I just need to just work and go to school and get a degree and keep going and keep getting all these degrees. And I just don't feel happy. Like starting this podcast and being able to have that as my art allow me to create my own voice and evolve it magnify it and i want to use my voice in a way that it's not subjective but it is a resource to help someone and i'm learning how to explore that part of myself. I am understanding all the hemispheres that I revolve around, I guess, and actually understand what I'm trying to say. Because there's some moments where I find myself not being able to get a word out, even though there are words coming out. I don't know if you guys can relate to that. And being in my 30s and in my 35s and soon in my 36, January the 2nd, shout out to my Capricorns, um, uh, Gemini moon rising for all of you, <laughs> my astrologists out there or my astrologers, astrologists, but um, I'm not perfect. Neither are you, neither is anyone else and I'm just so tired of trying to make perfection a norm like it's okay to not know what the fuck certain words are it's okay to research what those words are and be okay with yourself not knowing if you don't know me, my name is Manny. I am your host of Las Respuestas. Let the show begin. So I began the episode talking about it's okay not to know 
what you want. And a lot of people get hung up with the idea of needing to have everything established and set in place by the time they get certain ages. And I don't want to say that I envy people who have the talent to do that, you know, but I just feel like it's okay not to know, not to have everything figured out. Because that's a myth. It's a myth to be able to have everything set in place and have all your ducks in a row. There are people that were born with different um, privileges than other people. So some people have to work harder at certain things and it's okay. Like we need to find what exactly makes us tick. And I mean like ticking like in a way that just motivates us that motivates us to move on and motivates us to keep going and pushing yourself in this way of like just being better. And revolving yourself around people who support that. I struggled finding that. I still am struggling finding that, you know, where I find myself, you know, especially with my work life, not being happy with what I'm doing. And I still continue to push and give my 100%. But, you know, there are people that don't believe in me, you know, and I don't care if they don't believe in me. I believe in me. I believe in myself. And... I know for sure that I don't belong in that situation. So I owe this to myself. I worked so hard. I've grown up in a family where we didn't have everything. You know, my dad left when I was seven years old. Turns out that he had a whole bunch of other kids that I still don't know who they are. You know, I only know bits and pieces of them and we're all connected somehow. And we're all have one thing in common is that we work fucking hard. And I don't want to work for the rest of my life and feel unhappy. I don't want to feel like I'm chasing something that I know it's never going to be there. And I feel like that's the curse that my dad left is that because he left I had to push myself to fulfill this void that's never going to be filled and I don't owe him anything and I don't owe anyone any explanation on that but the glory of that experience 
is that it put to light the people who do care about me and the people who didn't give me up for adoption. Like, you know, my mom, my mom carried four boys by herself and showed us that everything isn't handed to us because, I mean, like, she clearly asked for handouts and, you know, when she had the means, you know, especially from her family, she gave it to my family, but that was not reciprocated in the same light. And I don't understand that, you know, and I hear all these stories, especially in the Latino community of how wholesome we are. And I just feel like we don't talk enough about the coldness of family and how family is brutal in the Latin community. It's like when you're like the outcast of the family, you're seriously the outcast of the family to the point that if you try to ask for help, no one is going to help you. No one knows, you know, if you're going to pay them back if you ask them for money, even though you could be fucking starving. You know, like, it, it was completely hard growing up. And then, like, just carrying all of that baggage in school and then being bullied in school on top of that and then being in an all-black school, you know, where you felt, like, disconnected from the Latino community because you didn't speak Spanish enough. And then the only one race that you connect with, you wasn't black enough. So it was it was completely hard growing up because it's like, I don't fit in. And then like when people are like, oh, you're such a social butterfly. Like you, you have so many different. No, I literally have so many different people that I know because I either grew up with them. I either fought them. I either work with them because I had so many different jobs. Like, I literally, like, honestly, like, it was completely fucking hard. And I had to, like, make my own bridge somehow, trying to foster these relationships with people in so many different dynamics and different backgrounds that, you know, sometimes, you know, I forget where I'm at because of like this redundancy or the monotony of like work. Like I forget where I come from sometimes that I have to sit and reflect on it. And I don't want you to do that. I don't want any of you guys to do that. You need to start finding a time and a space where you're trying to explore who you are and how you connect to the world. Because no one is going to open that door for you but you. There might be friends and people that support you and your visions, but no one's going to open that door for you but you. You know? I had many different friends from many different backgrounds and I wasn't perfect growing up. 
I'm going to be honest with you. I was not perfect growing up. Like, I did some things, honey. I did some thingity things. And let's just say that that experience has changed me to become a hardworking person. It has changed me to be more self-reliant and self-motivated. And I just want to channel this new year that we're entering, channeling people who are intentional, channeling people who kind of like value who you are and value your experience, you know, because there are people that we have like lugged around like luggage or old clothes that you don't want to get rid of. It's time to clean out that closet, baby. It's time to let it go. It's time to own your culture, own where you come from and learn your history. I recently started reading a book by Nelson Dennis. It is called War Against Puerto Rico. And I'm telling you, I read the first three chapters and I was like already in tears. One, the first chapter talks about like the history of Puerto Rico. Second chapter talks about like um, what happened with, you know, how they used Puerto Rico and um, basically imprisoned Puerto Rico and how Puerto Rico became like in debt to United States. Okay. Yeah. All right. So chapter three talks about how they tried to kind of whitewash Puerto Rico and take away our language. Yeah. Chapter four talks about the sterilization, how Puerto Rico was the number one um, country, but basically it's not a country anymore because it's a territory. So I, it, to be politically correct, the number one um, territory where they had the highest uh, female sterilization. It, it's like ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And I believe that every Boricua should like purchase that book and read it and understand it because it's like, it's literally an eye-opening read. I'm reading it and I'm also listening to the the audio version of it because I first off you know like I don't like the audio version because there's nothing like looking at the photos too because I had to go back in the chapters and see the photos as well but in the audio he talks he says Puerto Rico Puerto is first of all papito it is Puerto Rico it means it's rich port okay Let's just make that clear that Puerto Rico is a rich port. It was a wealthy port. The land was fertile. Our people celebrated every day because we were rich with 
country. We were, we were rich with freedom. And America came and took that freedom away and directed these different politicians who, in turn, created these debts that are irreversible. And I just want to understand, like, how could we allow that to happen for so many years and no one has ever like done anything to stop it so i mean like this is why history is important and in my 30s i just literally had this eye-opening moment with culture like recently this past summer i went with one of my best friends to Puerto Rico and we were just on this culture quest. You know what I'm saying? And we went from different pueblo, different playa, like just exploring and eating and tasting the different foods and just remarkably exploring the Taino land and just trekking through the cuertas and just like, it was, it was an experience. It was an experience, and I stayed in Moca. Shout out to Moca. Shout out to Puerto Rico. Like, all my fucking Boricuas. Like, you don't understand how much we need to band together and just normalize strengthening our community. And I say this with almost practical tears because it's really hard. Like, especially, like, in our LGBTQ community, like, how divisive, like, that part of Boricuas are. And it's just, we're trying to normalize it. We're trying to catch up because we are, we're, we've been stung by so many different bees in America that it's hard to differentiate what's important in connecting our community, you know? And our kids is our community they will they will show us our way and we don't have that voice we don't have people to set those tones for us which is why i wanted to start a podcast i wanted to just let it just be born you know and just rip that band-aid and just explore that experience you know i value family a lot i propose to my fiance in Fajardo, and reading this book, I realized that there was a lot of, a lot of um, corruption happening in Fajardo. And I chose Fajardo because I've never been to Puerto Rico and Fajardo, there's a lot of um, history there. And it's sentimental to me. My mom was born in Rio Piedra, Puerto Rico. So I wanted to do it there, but um, I chose Fajardo because I wanted to have the glitz and the glams part of, of Puerto Rico. And I just did not want to um, 
show my fiance that part of like the brunt of basically the campo part of Puerto Rico because I didn't want him to be basically I wanted him to have a great experience so I chose Fajardo because there was a lot of like resorty type of experience there but there's a lot of history in Fajardo like you have to do your research you just have to do your research I'm just learning so much I'm in, on chapter 10 and I just can't wait to just continue to explore and understand, you know, about my culture. And I recommend every Boricua to, to do that. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Uh, it was a lot to take in. Um, once again, I recommend all my Boricuas to go out there and purchase War Against Puerto Rico. It is such a very, very important book. Um, it's an interesting read. It is a wealth of history. And um, the author is Nelson Dennis. He is still alive and well. And we need to support our community. We need to start understanding where we came from. And now we need to start fighting back this battle that we need to finish. Um, I'm just like really, really happy. You know, I got to share this week's episode with you guys. Until we meet again, this is your host, Manny, with Las Respuestas. <laughs>